0: Welcome to the Chuck and Deb Show, heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. here on
1: 1490 a.m. WWPR.
0: And now, here's Chuck and Deb. I am Chuck. And Deb. And And welcome welcome to to the the Chuck Chuck and Deb Deb Show. Show. We
1: are so grateful and thankful that you are tuning in today. We have got a great show for you today and we want you to be very aware and pay very very close, close attention, attention throughout the whole show today because we got some very important information that you need to learn about
0: the Check and deb show is about the truth behind the motorcycle mystique and inspiring real life stories that will help you discover your purpose find true freedom and define your destiny so with the pre-ride safety briefing behind us it's kickstands up and let the good times roll
1: sounds good deb um do we have a sponsor that we want to give a shout out to absolutely we, get we
0: want to recognize uh, tony and guy hairdressing academy out of colorado springs colorado and coeur d'alene idaho and if you're looking for a cutting edge education and instruction from the industry's leading methodology in both cut and color then contact them right now to seek enrollment into this highly sought after career so we want to welcome you to the chuck and deb show and our sponsors are here to invite you to come take a look at them as well by visiting the chuck and deb show.com and the sponsor page
1: there you go there you have it so let's go ahead and just dive right into things first of all uh locally everybody um everybody we're from florida and things have significantly changed haven't they deb oh gosh yes Just instantly, almost.
0: <laughs> yes, there's several things that have changed, though. So I'm not quite sure well, what you're you listening to. Well, you got to start from
1: the very beginning. I mean, you know, we're in May at the beginning of the May, so we've got a lot of things that are beginning to change, and and here in Florida, things significantly change in May.
0: They do. Overnight, almost. Well, it, pretty It darn seems close. like that's what happened this year. The first seems like everything just all at once. <laughs> so the season changes in the fact that all of a sudden there's no more blooming. It's bloomed and done. Oh, so that means allergy allergies. relief
1: is coming. <laughs> at least I hope so.
0: And so with that, that means the heat and the humidity are cranked up into high gear overnight almost. So it is very warm. It is very humid. So that's one big thing we've had to deal with lately. I know all of you in winter countries are saying, what the heck? Complain about summertime uh, in Florida. I, I like
1: how she, she says winter countries.
0: <laughs> winter what, what is, have, Has anybody heard of such a thing,
1: a winter country? Well, <laughs> Except for on maybe, you know, the Game of Thrones, and I'm not even sure that there's a winter country there.
0: There might be, but also in the, um, what's the, the movie that our grandkids watch these days? I have no idea. Those oh, are all, you're gosh, not going to yeah. think of it. When that Disney, it. I know I'm not going to think of it. The Disney show, right. yes, but I can see it in my mind's but eye. But winter
1: country people, okay. we know you're listening. <laughs> Whoever you are, you're out there somewhere.
0: Yes, so
1: so those are you people that are is more more than likely dealing with a cold weather, I guess. Weather that's or, or the snow. No, northern areas. Yes,
0: and we've heard like crazy stories about snowstorms so late in the season, and that's I guess why I think about the winter time throughout the country, maybe. I don't Okay. Know. <laughs> she actually
1: thought so. Maybe no. I'm not going to give her that bad, bad of a hard time. So I was going to imagine. I bet that heart hurt a little bit. But I've got to be a little bit kind on this show.
0: Well, and you know, so much of the rest of the United States thinks of Florida as this climate that's very bug infested, and yeah, people do
1: have that perception that you know, that mystique about Florida.
0: Sure. So um, one thing that <laughs> I will prove to be true right at this moment is we have a unique bug in the area we call Love Bugs. And anyone that's been to the Florida, the state of Florida, I'm not sure how far they go. However, the further you go east in our local area, the worse they become. And so a very beautiful, nice, clean car can go uh, for a 10-minute ride and show up with a front end that's totally smashed and black.
1: You now have a bug for a vehicle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's not a VW bug, so taking that back a few years. Yeah, there but you go. Yeah, so it, that's one big thing that we're dealing, <laughs> we're dealing with because it's important that we get those cleaned up. So those that are motorcyclists and out riding, we actually had a, saw a you picture get more protein. from a group that was out riding recently, and, and they showed the front of their motorcycles completely covered with love bugs, and their windshields are totally a mess.
1: Well, you remember the game they told us about at the Hog Chapter, where they used to put targets on the front, <laughs> yeah, and see which ones they could get to hit the target right exactly in the middle. Is that how it was? That's
0: how it was, and I think that would actually be kind of fun to go do. We haven't done that with the group, but we did well, hear them talk about stories about right. that.
1: Well, this year it would have just been no competition. Right. Everybody's everybody had down. a bullseye. So, this, eye.
0: so there, yeah, there's been a lot happening
1: with the the love bugs. Just and it's it all happened instantly. I think it began uh, right at the beginning of May. And the love bugs were out like instantly. And then what happened was is it started we started to get the rains. Yep. So the rains here are, are here. So now we get to deal with rains when we ride. Got to make sure that you have your rain gear rain handy gear. with you, uh, especially on your longer trips. I guess if you're, you know, if you're like me and you're local and you just got short distances, that's not that big of a deal because you can always go somewhere and dry off unless you got to be dry where you're going. Does that
0: make sense? Yes, but think about that. The other day we were in the car. We weren't on motorcycles, thank goodness. But we were coming, we were taking a three-hour ride across the state, and we hit a section of torrential rain. I mean, torrential rain. We're even slowing down to 40 miles an hour on the highway with my wipers in high speed. I could not even see really too much in front of me. And so the nice thing was, was all those love bugs I just talked about were completely cleaned off the car for a moment. And then once the rain cleared up, you know, then we were smooth sailing again. But think about hitting that. And that's all I kept thinking about as we were coming through that is, you know, that's terrible. We're in the middle of the highway, no place to turn off or go anywhere. And all of a sudden you're in a torrential downpour on your motorcycle with cars flying by you. It's not something
1: we haven't experienced before. We experienced a whole lot worse than that, but... Uh so why would you be imagining when you've already been in it? Well, that's true. I don't because, get it.
0: <laughs> well, it's been a little while since I rode through that kind of rain. So I guess I was thinking, thank goodness I wasn't on the motorcycle I mean, in this trip.
1: We, we've been through stuff that will oh. almost pick up a motorcycle and blow us away. So
0: And then rain on top of that. So right. yeah, it was been kind of crazy. I know. So that's why I guess when I go through that in a little bit of a different setting, sometimes so, I'm reminded maybe of that. You were, you were just that. thinking
1: it through again. Yeah. Probably, probably that's why, you, why you've been having headaches lately. Headaches? Well, you know, you're thinking a little bit too hard. Maybe. Oh,
0: there we go. Maybe or not. Thank you very much. I am, bl- right, am right. blonde, but I'll I take know. that. Okay, whatever.
1: I'm just giving you a hard time. I
0: know. You're great at that. I
1: am really good at it, in fact. Perfect. Yeah, I think so anyway.
0: <laughs> well, I have to say you are as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we don't know what she's talking about. And so then what happened was just the other day, so we had the bugs, now we got the rain, and now we have the heat. Yeah. So the heat is on. The heat is here. We're live into action. And what that brings with us is more motorcyclists out. Believe it or not, even though there's rain, even though there's bugs, even though it's heat. Now is the time for more 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 people riding. You're going to begin to see more and more people on the road. They say that the motorcycle season really runs around. Of course, it's year round here in Florida. But from May to October October is peak riding season. Peak riding season. Yep. But um, the other thing I want to talk about, so we'll get right right through that. But, you know, we just wanted to let you know uh, here in Florida, you know about it. Those people that are listening to us, maybe uh, via our our podcast, uh, maybe you don't know what really goes on in here in Florida and but it's every year about the same way and this year some years are worse than other years when it comes to love bugs and this year they happen to be a whole heck of a lot worse
0: it's the worst that i can remember in years and years. it is horrible yeah.
1: and and you know what i liked about this i don't know where we were but somebody said could you imagine if they bite <laughs> <laughs> you know I uh, Maybe it was Brian. But could you imagine if they bit Brian. you? You know, if these were bugs, you know, because everybody's always talking about the giant mosquitoes we have down in Florida. And we do have a few of those. They're not as bad as most people think. But imagine if these love bugs did bite. Now, you want to talk about an imagination. Hmm. Now, things would be a lot different if these things bit you.
0: True. Absolutely. They don't, true. They don't
1: bite. They don't do anything to you except for mess up your
0: well yeah vehicles well we probably need to explain that a little bit better because a love bug is a small black winged bug um, and what they do is they find a mate and they connect on the tail end and so now you don't have one bug splat you've got two bug splats and so the idea is, is over the month of May, then they die off. And so, you know, we can't wait for them to die off. But they the singles are there seem to be coming in groves this year. And even inside your house, inside your cars, the minute you open a door, someone one of them fly in. And I've, I don't recall having that happen before. So it is a much bigger love bug season that i think i can even recall
1: well i don't know if i'll go that far i know that we've had some some bad ones and this is this happens to be one of those so uh they're not much fun you've got to stay on top of it especially if you're on your bike like we're talking about um you know having a windshield is going to help you matter of fact what was interesting was when we were doing that uh, trek across the state that you were talking about yes i saw two guys without a windshield so more kudos to those guys just really you know being sucking raw and just up. sucking it up and just <laughs> just being just man having the wind in your face all the way got to love it and uh, I'm sure they had a lot of clean up by the time they got home though but you know they weren't hungry
0: no, absolutely
1: not. And they're probably still picking the bugs out of their teeth, <laughs> teeth. I think, about right now.
0: Yeah. Can you, I just think about how you show up at a restaurant, meet others in public, and you got these <laughs> bugs all stuck to your face. What a crazy thing. Flying mess. out your ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you smile. You got the black teeth. Oh, <laughs> they, they, my gosh. they come out of your mouth. I don't,
1: I don't know. All right, We're all right. We're getting a little know, crazy. A little bit crazy, but that's yeah. all right. A little bit weird, but yeah, you know. It's just uh, part of what comes this time of year when we're riding motorcycles down here. That's it. So I hope everybody's been enjoying their ride and ready to get it on this summer.
0: And if you're in the... Parts of the country that have been a little bit colder. I know I was talking to my brother on the other side of the United States yesterday because it was his birthday. So big shout out, Happy birthday, Robert! And um, he was saying that he just got his motorcycle out of the garage and brought it home. So, I like
1: that. I think when you told me you said storage, but our garage. Yeah, garage storage.
0: Yeah. He actually stores it in a not in a garage. I don't think in his home. As I think it's apart from the house, and so he has to, oh, has to physically go get it out of storage. Yeah. For riding season, so very different than what we deal with. (laughs) Well, we got
1: to say we're real fortunate here in Florida. We do are able to ride year round pretty much, and uh, we definitely enjoy that without a doubt. Now, Deb, we we have some plans for the show, and we're going to get there. We've got a lot of great information. We do, folks, that uh, we really want to share with you. That's very important. That you really need to pay attention to. We we really feel very passionate about what we're going to share with you today, but we're going to get there here in just a few moments. But what I wanted to talk about, Deb, is we took a cruise. We did, yes. And what was neat about that cruise? Not it was a working cruise for us. It was, and that was great. We we met some really great people. Fantastic. And we really we, we had some something unique happen. And you gotta love it when you run into other bikers and you meet other bikers, and that's what happened to us while we were on this cruise and with the business group that we we're involved with. We met this couple. Yep. It was Kevin and, and Shan- Sharon Shannon Shannon. I was gonna say Sharon. Oh, I'm sorry, Shannon. Shannon. I don't know. It just came out wrong. Yeah, Kevin and Shannon. Right. Shannon, yep. And I got to tell you, these people are the nicest, sweetest most adorable people you probably I ever agree. been. I mean, I'm serious. You, you just know, the, I mean, when you talk to somebody, you just know that these people are just really, really, really good people. And a lot of the things that they shared with us allowed for us to be able to you know, know that so there's just certain things you know, some of the yeah. charities that they really cared about, and some, some of the, of the th- personal part, events they've the done just like were that. really
0: touching to their hearts, and yeah. you could just sense that about them. And, yeah. and so
1: it was really great. What was what was really really cool about this is getting to know them. You know, bikers. We we sort of do sit together, and we sort of do watch out. And I say sorta, of, you know, because it doesn't go we apply do, to everything, yeah. but we all try to make it the best. They were kind enough so that we had mentioned Rolling Thunder, Thunder. in hmm. DC, which is coming up here at the end of the month. Yes. Uh, toward the end of the month and they invited us to come stay with them and to go to rolling thunder with them and they live in the area they know what to do where to go now deb and i have been to rolling thunder and we absolutely loved it Yes, it it was fantastic if you've never been to rolling thunder whether it be a spectator or whether whether it be on your bike i would suggest you go Yes, it will be worth the crowds, it'll be worth the wait, it'll be worth everything that you'll have to go through to be there, believe me, because I've been there, and this year, it may be the biggest of all, the very, very biggest of all. We're talking about over a million motorcycles.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: right, a million motorcycles. I'm sure it's going to be well over a million motorcycles because it's expected, it's it's possible that this may very well be the very last rolling thunder.
0: And that would be heartbreaking because I know the minute we experience that, um, again, Charles and I come from military families, and so it's something that's very near and dear to our heart as the POW and MIA, which is what this really symbolizes. Um, and as soon as we attended that several years ago we left and said we will be back yeah didn't know how didn't know when you know just knew for sure that at some time in our future we would do this event again because it was so touching it was so well laid out it was so phenomenal the experience was just unreal and the appreciation that it really is and
1: and what you do is you go drive through washington dc and people are lined up on the side of the road they're all cheering yelling and screaming uh, that you're there. They're giving high fives when they can. They're doing all these neat things. And being that this 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 could very well be the last one, you want to make every effort possible. And that's why this is really touching for us. Yes. And it's very, um, oh, I got to come up the word. Come on, come up the word. It's, it's some, Provincial. Wow. Providential. For us, because it's just another door that's opened. We never expected this to happen, though we put out there that we actually at the beginning of the year, didn't we put this down I put it on, on our calendar. list? Yes, on the first of we the put year, this down on, on our list. We mm-hmm. didn't know how we were going to do it, but we knew that this is one of the things that we, we wanted, wanted to, to do. do, one of the goals that we wanted to do this year. And we and it just showed up on my calendar last week. And I'm figuring out because I, I wanted it ahead of time so that I could figure out how we were going to be able to go. Well, I didn't need to figure it out.
0: Right. <laughs> God
1: bless us with some wonderful people. Yes, absolutely. And uh, right. you know, we're really, really excited about going up there uh, and really doing this with some very well experienced. Because they go every year and they live it up. They really make it big. They got a barbecue afterwards, and they just, they just really go they, all they out. They celebrate. And yes. they really celebrate on it. And it's going to be an experience. For sure, that I know that we're going to remember for a very long time.
0: I totally agree. And I can't wait to share that with all of you. So please be sure and listen in. Well, we will be sharing this in the future.
1: Well, yeah, you want to stay tuned. Um, Definitely, we're going to be sharing a lot of that. Matter of fact, what you want to do right now is go out to our, our Facebook page, our YouTube page. All you got to do is go out to Google and type in Chuck N, the letter N, or just Chuck and Deb, show and you'll find us there because we're going to be doing some live videos we're going to be some doing some 360 videos we're going to be doing just regular videos and we're just going to try to bring it so that everybody can see this experience Mm -hmm. hopefully a lot of it live so that you can be there with us uh, and experience it all live Uh, we're looking into getting a motorcycle Um, deb and i normally ride each one of us ride Uh, But this time I'm thinking that maybe what we'll do is we'll get another bike and then double right on the back. That way we can even get some better footage and that kind of thing. Or I'll get on the bike if necessary. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. Deb can pull the clutch on this bike. She can ride me around. I'm quite fine sitting on the back for a little bit. Anyway, I'll do the high fives while we go really? through Washington DC. Yeah, D.
0: I don't believe that for the least bit. Maybe on the way there, but not once we get there. I don't believe you're going to be riding bitch behind me. Oh, sorry, I, baby. You're not allowed
1: to say that on the radio. I can.
0: That one I can I say. Don't think so. so I can, but I did, and I won't say it again. But, you know, sitting behind the master. No, that won't happen. So I'll ride in the cushy seat. We'll get it all done. That's okay. So we're not quite sure how exactly it's all playing out. We're working all of those fine details out at the moment. So please be sure and stay tuned. Like Chuck said, we've got lots of sources. And we just want to make sure that we bring all of the stories of those incredible people that will be there. Because there are incredible people that participate in this event for sure. And we
1: do, again, once again, Kevin...
0: Thank you, Shannon. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for inviting you guys are us. Awesome. We are so
1: looking forward to it. So if you're listening, this is just a shout out to you for being wonderful people. Being who we you really are. We really appreciate you We're both. We're for looking you. forward to getting to know you a lot better too. We just had a great time in a short period of time. We can only imagine what it's going to be like for the rest of our lives.
0: That's right. <laughs> so the journey's just beginning.
1: All right, so let's just go ahead and move right into the next topic that we've had for the show, Deb. And this is the one we want everybody to pay real close attention to. Um, This is a very, very important topic. And the reason is uh, it it is Motorcycle Safety Awareness Month. May is the Motorcycle um, Safety Awareness Month. And so, what we wanted to talk to everybody about, we've got people right now, uh, possibly if they're listening to the radio show, they're riding their cars. Uh, maybe even in their podcast, they're listening and riding the car. Yes. So, you know, we've got, um, we, we want to also talk to those that riders as well. Um, we want to make sure that everybody is aware of motorcycles being on the road. And so we did a little bit of research today. You know, we thought we knew, we really didn't think we had to talk about it. Uh, you know, we thought maybe we could just go off the top of our heads with what we knew. We probably could have done that based on, you know, some of our experiences. But I'm glad we decided to research this a little bit because we actually learned quite a bit, didn't we, Deb?
0: We learned a whole bunch. Um, you know, just a couple of things I think that are so important is not only is it the the automobilist, if I'm saying that right, Word the right way so that people that are driving in their vehicles motorists uh, motorists um are also Not
1: motorcyclist motorist
0: motorists. okay well, i'll i'll buy could that because term. it can
1: be somebody in a truck somebody in a diesel so they're motorists, motorists. and we're motorcyclists
0: so motorists i guess uh, you know have things that they can do but also motorcyclists have lots of things that we can do it as a rider too and what i have what i have found personally for me over my time of being a rider is that the skills that i incorporate safety as a rider translate identical in my vehicle and make me a safer driver as a motorist than just as much as i am when i'm a cyclist so it's
1: so true actually um i think when you become a a motorcyclist you actually have more uh, of an awareness about the road because everything changes your perception changes the things that you focus on changes Of course, when you're in your vehicle, you feel a bit more comfortable, you're kicked back, you've got the radio going, not that we don't have some of those things in the car, but you are more, maybe in a way a little bit more comfortable, you seem more protected, and so you're not as concerned maybe so much about your safety as we are on motorcycles.
0: Correct. And so, you know, an interesting fact or statistic that we were able to find, and this goes back a few years to 2016, but 5,286 motorcyclists are killed in traffic crashes. Now, to me, that's a huge number. It's a big number. Um, and I know just even in our local area, there have been two within the last 30 days. We actually had conversations a few days back because of that, because, you know, we really try and analyze and look at, well, what happened in the circumstance and what could have been different, different in order to avoid that. And, and it was so, right over
1: here by an intersection by our house. So, it, was you know, it was a couple miles house. away. And yeah. those two
0: of them in that, that same, same vicinity. Area. So Real
1: sad, real 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 sad.
0: So again, we don't we don't want to make this a downer No, it's not a downer. Trodden, it's not a downer here. Um, show, by uh, but no it is facts means, it that is... we
1: need to know the facts. People need to know the facts. I needed to know the facts when we looked into it. Correct. So
0: Yep, and and it's all about being aware and doing things different so that we can avoid or reduce these numbers even more and significantly. And if you don't ride
1: motorcycles, we, we're we're sorta of talking to you. We're also talking to the motorcyclist, but we are talking to you guys because you uh, we want to help you be aware about how to look for us, how to see us. There's things we can do as motorcyclists that'll help do that, but there's certain things that no matter what we do, might not protect us. Correct. And that's what I realized through all this stuff. As much as I try to be as safe as I can, there's going to be certain situations, and just just to be put a disclaimer out that we all know when we get on a motorcycle what the risks are.
0: Absolutely. All right. It's we what comes we with understand.
1: It completely we understand that every time we get on their motorcycle we're essentially risking our lives okay we understand that but our love for motorcycling outweighs it
0: correct quite yeah. honestly that's right
1: I mean I know you might some people might not quite understand that but when you have the wind in your face and <laughs> the two the the two wheels on the road and you're going down a road and this is in my opinion it's Experiencing true freedom, yes. and there is no other way to experience unless you're probably flying. And I'm not going to get my pilot's license right away. I don't think.
0: No, I hope. I don't really. I might
1: be able to go into space. Maybe they'll get me as an astronaut. Oh. Those are the only the things I can think of. I'm not going to do at this point. Maybe I will. Maybe one of those kite planes will. Yeah, like. But a, anyway, I'm getting, I'm getting crazy, off target. Crazy,
0: yeah. So that, there is, you know, if you think about it, there are very few things that really give you that but experience. you Stay on the ground, um, and you know, jeep drivers that yep. have their tops off and are kind of out in the open the, the one thing they have a little bit different is they do have a you know safety belt on as long as they're using their mm-hmm. their belts um for safety but you know that's kind of an open space too so yeah you know, that's the one similar, um, vehicle. I think that I could kind of put my, uh, arms yeah, around as wheels, being that's two, right, four wheels for sure. Yep. Um, and more visible. So kind of thinking about that concept of visibility, I think visibility is where is really I crucial. think that's really, and there's crucial. all sorts of campaigns.
1: I think all of you have seen look twice for yep. motorcycles,
0: check twice for
1: motorcycles,
0: yep. look twice for motorcycles. Those are two pretty big phrases in our industry and in my motorcycling world that we hear a lot of. And so, you know, what the, it sounds really simple to look twice or check twice, but, you know, one, one thing we were watching and talking about earlier, I think, is, you know, just even taking a pause before you go. So that double check, because oftentimes uh, we've got impairments visually from the sun in our eyes um, as a draw, car driver, we maybe have um, an obstructed view in the intersection, if you will. So, you know, there's lots of things that we're going to talk about kind of moving forward to help with some of that. Well, here's what I'm thinking. You
1: know, it's, it's, it's like you said. Okay, so we say watch for motor- motorcycles, look twice. But what, here's the crucial part. What are we looking for? Hmm. If I'm in a car, Deb, what are we looking for? I mean, we've got to get some description here. Sure. You know, in most of the incidents, the accidents that take place are left-hand turns. So cars, when you're taking any, anytime you take a left-hand turn, Turn, that's when the accidents happen the most. Okay. And there's a number of different scenarios that goes with that. We can give an example. Let's say you're sitting at an intersection and maybe you are right now. (laughs) You're at an intersection, and there's no stoplight, okay, and you're waiting for the car that's on your right-hand side to come by. As the car that's coming to your right approaches in front of you and is passing you, you decide that you're going to pull out before that car, you know, as the car is going by. Yes. But what you don't see is right on the backside of the, the, the automobile is a motorcycle in the other lane. And you go straight or, and I I might've said you go left, but you go straight and you don't see the motorcycle until it's it's too late. Is that a good one? Do you have a better one? Can you help me
0: out with this? That's a great. we did see a
1: video like that and I'm not sure I'm describing it correctly. Well,
0: that's a great example because I think from what I recall from one of those recent accidents in our local area, that is exactly what happened is someone was coming out of a three, it was a one-way stop on a very busy Um, two-lane road, and so the car was crossing a lane of traffic, making a left-hand turn on the other direction. And so, again, there was a motorcyclist in the other side of that lane that just got clipped, and all of a sudden now there's an accident that's extremely dangerous for the motorcyclist. It may just be a scratch and a dent on a vehicle, uh, an an actual car, but on a motorcycle it could be a life-changing event, whether it's life-changing from major injuries that alter the life as they know it today, and or possible death, and so it could be a significant just a little bump on a bike, can make a whole world of difference for that motorcyclist.
1: And I think this is this is the point that we have to get across. Uh, you're looking for the thing you can't see. Correct is the best way I can put it. And what does that mean? It's sort of sort of crazy, right? So you're looking you're looking in a blind spot, an area that you won't see until you go. Um, and sometimes it can be a little bit hard to describe, but you can go to YouTube and look for these things so that you can help save somebody's life out there. Uh, there's a number of different scenarios. One that I see often on the road, people are trying to be polite and what they'll do is there'll be a line of traffic Yep. and there'll be somebody that wants to let a guy that wants to get in, in, and they're not going to the first lane, they're going to the second lane. Correct. So they're coming through. The guy stops. Oh, I don't know if I could describe it here uh, on the air. So so, so, oh, help me out here. Well, so somebody stopped. They lit a break in the road. But what they do is that person, whether it be a car or a motorcycle, this could be in a car or a motorcycle. Correct. I see it happen with cars all the time. So they come in, they wave them on, yes. and they go in the next lane, I and they're coming to the left lane, they smack them right it's 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 uh, i see it a lot people sh- in my opinion i don't think you should be doing that i think you should wait to allow that person the opportunity to see both lanes because they Correct. cannot see through you right they cannot see to the other side As a matter of fact they can't do it because the traffic is backed up all in the left lane now if you see that the other lane is not is stopped there's nothing going on but if you can't see that then you shouldn't be taking that person's advice and doing it because it's it's You're putting your life in their hands.
0: I've seen more accidents caused by that one event that you just described was somebody waving on another vehicle to go. Not... N- not intentionally causing harm, but they just don't have the full visibility to see to make that decision for the other driver. Is my point right? And they're, that.
1: they're not really thinking about the other driver. They're well, in a way, they are. They're actually thinking too much about the other driver. They're trying to give that other driver permission, Correct. To go, you know, they want to be nice. That's right. They which are. which is what we nice. we all want. I mean, isn't that nice to have a polite driver? So that's really a great situation that they allow someone to go that way and to get into traffic. But what they're not—that's that's why they're just focused. On that hey go ahead and go right if they don't understand go ahead and go could end up in disaster
0: absolutely and i've and i've seen it firsthand so uh you know i just want to make sure that people are are very conscious of that because when you wave another car on what i feel that means to me is that now that person waving you through is taking the responsibility
1: for you as a
0: driver. Yeah, They're they're giving you the go ahead, but they don't really have, oftentimes have the ability to make that decision for you as the one behind your vehicle. So um, definitely things to look for. You asked that question, Chuck, headlights, you know, motorcycles run with their daytime running lights. And so looking for that difference in light
1: that's true but you can't see them all the time because they're behind things that's true that's the areas that's why they say look twice Correct. because you'll look okay so what you'll do is you'll look to your right and then you'll look to your left before you go Yep. and then you go right so you should look right again
0: look right and so, look so left again do it again so do double check that pause Look one more time and then make the But everybody gets in such go. a hurry. Yes. We, we saw that on
1: a video, too. Oh, oh. Some guy, you know, the light was changing. The, I think that was the motorcyclist problem, right? In that event, they were going through a yellow. Well, well he, yeah,
0: everybody was going through a everybody yellow. Everybody was so going there through was a, a the yellow. the motorcycle was heading through an intersection straight on the yellow, and there was a left-hand turn coming toward him. So, he tried to go through the intersection on a yellow, so and then another really, one behind him. really, it wasn't him. really
1: the motorcyclist. He, he could have went through the yellow. He it wasn't red. Right, he, yes. You know, could he have yielded? Maybe. but then that the people that they tried to go through a yellow yes it was everybody anyway we're talking about things that people can't see but you know it's it's just a matter of having the awareness of really what you can't see it's about being a little bit more patient on the road i think
0: yeah And and as a motorcyclist oftentimes what i teach in my class classes um is that You know, there's a two second, a four second and a 12 second look ahead of me mindset as a motorcyclist. But I think that's also a good quality concept to take as a driver. So if you think about you're sitting at a four way stop intersection, your two seconds in front of you is simply the next lane of traffic in the right and to the left of you. Your four-second now includes all of the lanes all the way across the intersection to the other side of traffic. Now your 12-second look-ahead is all of that traffic 12 seconds ahead of you that's coming head-on to to you, and you're looking at that to see what those drivers are. Is someone gonna turn right? Is someone gonna turn left? Are they gonna stop? Is everyone gonna be polite and courteous and follow the traffic guidelines at that particular intersection? So, One statistic I thought was pretty interesting was that people behind the wheel of the passenger vehicles are distracted more than 50% of the time.
1: Oh man, and I can relate to this being distracted because I had somebody rear in me in the car. Yes. And what were they distracted from?
0: Hmm, probably the cell phone or something that's like right. that. That's right. They
1: were on their cell phone because the as fast as they were going when they hit me, yes. they had to not be in, be paying attention at all and they were probably right on their cell phone.
0: Well, we see it all the time and I'm all sure all of you see it as well and that's what's just frustrating is, you know, when when I started driving it, we were distracted by you know, grabbing a burger or something, eating while you drove. Today Playing it is, radio you know, maybe. something. Yeah, there were those were small distractions compared to what people are doing today. But I watch drivers drive down the road, on um, busy, busy roadways, and they're nothing but more than sitting there watching their cell phone in front of them and their thumb texting or whatever the heck they're doing while they're trying to drive. And sometimes you'll even see the car swerve all over the place. So they guys, just...
1: if you're texting right now, set the phone down. It's not worth somebody's life.
0: No, it's and not. It, it doesn't it, mean it's
1: a motorcycle. It could be somebody else in another vehicle. You know, it's not worth the text. I mean, I know they've got all these campaigns and everything, but it's not worth the text. I mean, no text is important to somebody's
0: life. So don't text and drive. Let a motorcyclist arrive alive. Sorry, That's my I don't mean slogan. to be all harping <laughs> on that,
1: but you know, I mean, if you get rear-ended and you know, somebody's been texting and they can tell these days, by the way, just so you know, uh, I believe they have technology where they can actually take a look at your cell phone and find out if you were texting involved in the accident, while, while the accident when the accident happened. So, sure. you know, it's a good idea. And mostly what I see, I mean, I do see some some middle-aged people texting. But most of all, is, of course, the millennials, the younger groups, uh, they're texting uh, because, you know, I guess that's just what they do. I mean, I, I we saw that one person one day driving down the highway. Yep. And they... Text the whole way. Yep. I mean, really texting? Is that important,
0: guys? The phone I takes mean, the priority, and the road takes the glance. I mean, glance if it's important, other don't way drive. Right. Stay at home. Bite your pass, text all day. Pass it off to a passenger to read. That's what I do. <laughs> is I here's my phone. Take a look at that. Tell anyway, me what's going on. Anyway, I can't rent wave, but, but you, you know, know I, I gotta
1: be able to rent and wave once in a while.
0: You know, right. motorcyclists have though a little bit of responsibility in that too, because Always. you know there are a couple situations that come to mind for me as easy distractions as a, a rider is oftentimes when you're in a group riding setting and you've got lots of motorcycles and maybe it's again it's hot it's summertime you've been riding for a little while on those backcountry roads it's very easy to kind of let yourself go into an ozone and get a little distracted in that way and so not really being present and i know I, on long rides especially even on the highway i have to constantly make sure and check myself that i am in my in my not in the in, not in the ozone but in my space right there present on the ride yeah
1: and i think what what i like to do now deb is we there's a video that was going around, and it was from what the Washington, Washington State, um, and they they put out a really great video, the Washington State Department of Licensing. And, and I, you know
0: many people may have watched the video on mm-hmm. YouTube on YouTube Facebook and or Facebook more than, more than likely. likely. Yep, um, a year or so ago, but I think it when as we rewatched it again, uh, through the Motorcycle Awareness Month, it just really kind of brought things back to the core of what we really the message we really wanted to talk about today and that's you know safety for both sides yeah, of the- and, but
1: we've got to set it up a little bit what happens at the very beginning is you've got the motor motorcyclist riding down the road he's nice and happy then you have a young man he's in his convertible and he's eating a hamburger or something and he's twisting his music and he's having a great time too everybody's in a and good place and they're, they're co- traveling down the road and then they come to where they're going. their paths are going to cross except what happens is the young man takes a left turn Mm. and he takes a left turn right in front of the motorcyclist so what happens is they do it like sort of time stops and every both vehicles come to a stop Um, I forgot what's on the motorcycle but in the the car the guy's uh, hamburgers sitting there in the air right midair and everything's just sort of dangling there and the motorcyclist goes over and he begins to talk to the young man and he tells him to get in the car and that's where it starts and that's what we want you to listen to right now and then we'll be right back we'll be right back no i just
0: want to say it's a great message so listen Uh, up
1: i believe that you'll be able to visualize it even though it is a video i believe that you'll be able to get the point i agree right here right now just a moment
2: What is wrong with you? Are you stupid? I didn't see you, I'm so sorry. You pulled right out in front of me. What, you didn't see that big bike with the bright headlight shining right at you? I am sorry. Yeah, a lot of good that does me now. <sighs> I can't believe this. I gotta show you some things, kid. And you need to listen. Listen good. Don't forget anything that I'm gonna say. No, no, no I won't, I won't forget. I don't think we got much time. Get in. Trust me, kid. Just hit the gas and keep going left. Pull over in that spot. See those cars and trucks coming towards us down the road, kid? How fast are they going? Um, I I don't know, maybe 35, 40 miles an hour? Yeah, that's about right. Keep looking at the road, kid. Now, see that motorcycle way in the distance? How fast is that going? Uh, uh, I I have no idea. Keep looking. I have no idea. It's hard to tell. Exactly, kid. Exactly. That bike is much smaller than a car. You get me, buddy? much smaller. Makes it tough to judge its speed and distance. You see where I'm going? Whenever you see that single headlight or two headlights close together, you have got to give it some extra space. Simple rule kid, look twice. Before you ever pull out, before you ever do anything around a bike, you have got to look twice. Look twice. Got it. Alright, back out on the road kid. Follow that bike. Give him a little breathing space. You see that taillight? How big is it? it? Looks pretty small from here. Exactly! And you know what else? Because those taillights are always on... It it's may- a heck of a lot harder to notice when they put on their brakes. <laughs> Especially in the daytime. See what he did there? Moved his bike over so he can be seen by the car ahead of him. It's easy enough for a car to get lost in a blind spot. Even easier for a motorcycle. That's why you have to be sure there's nobody there before you ever change lanes. Something tells me we don't have a lot of time left, kid. Ah, you're doing good. Might be hope for you yet. Take a left up at the next light. Big Bear! Wild Bill! Hey, buddy. Nice ride, man. Why aren't you on your bike? Wild Bill, dog, teaching the kid how to drive around bikes. See you later. Look at that. Bikes accelerate so much faster than cars, and they brake faster than most cars, too, so don't ever get too close. We gotta get back. Motorcycles are vulnerable around any kind of car, kid. A little dent for you could be something horrible for us. Doesn't matter who's at fault, the writer always gets the worst of it. Got it. Serious injury or even death. I got it. Seriously. I got it, Big Bear. <laughs> Call me Randy, kid. Randy? Big Bear fits you better. Your name's Randy, huh? Since the day I was born. Since the day I was born. You got a name, kid? Ian. It's Ian. Ian. You're all right, Ian. (laughs) Makes this all the harder. Don't go back to your bike, Big Bear. Got to. You need to get in your car now. Just stay. We can change what's. Don't work that way, kid. Ian, remember, look. Look twice. I got it.
0: Everybody makes mistakes, but mistakes like Ian made happen way too often. Even a simple mistake that causes a dent to a car can kill a rider. We need your help making our road safer for motorcyclists.
2: I'm a mom and I'm a rider. I train on the racetrack to improve my skills so I can be safer on the street and get home to my family.
0: Thanks for watching this video and thanks for watching out for me and doing your part to help me get home safely.
2: Hey guys. Whether two wheels or four, training is everything. Gives us the skills to be safer out on the street. You know, inside your car is somebody's son or daughter. Under our helmets are somebody's brother, sister, friend, or- Daddy! And daddy. We all have a lot of choices to make out there on the road. So train hard, drive well, and please, for Randy and Ian's sake, for your sake, and for ours, Make your choices, good ones. Thanks.
1: Well, we hope that you enjoyed that, and we hope that it came across uh, well over the audio function for you to be able to listen to it rather than actually watching the video. And if you actually watch the video, I think it's going to be quite touching. It might even be tear-jerking for you. But the whole idea we're trying to get across here, folks, is please pay attention. Watch out for motorcyclists out there. Understand that no matter where you are right now, that there's some motorcycle out there that you might not see at the moment. And just keep an eye out and help everyone out by looking twice.
0: So, and even as motorcyclists, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we don't ride the motorcycle. Many of us don't ride our motorcycles every single day for our major transportation. So we're oftentimes behind the wheel of a vehicle as well. And so I just wanted to kind of wrap up with a few things that all of us can be mindful of to make sure that we're making the road safe for the motorcyclists out there. First of all, from a motorcyclist standpoint and a motorist standpoint is we need to make sure that we're sharing the road. You know, motorcycles are vehicles with the same rights and privileges. And it's important to realize that even though a motorcycle is a smaller form of a vehicle, it still has the access and should have access to the entire lane for driving in, because there are oftentimes roadway debris or something in the road that they need to swerve around, and then, you know, the motorcycle still needs the entire lane in order to move, maneuver, and operate I believe you fully.
1: should look at a motorcycle like it's a f- uh, full-size Vehicle. automobile, mm-hmm. okay? And one of the things that really gets me, and I'm just a motorcyclist, is that when I'm riding a car, even at a stoplight, a car creeps up on my rear end. Yes. Okay, and... It, you know, it might not seem like anything to you, but a slip of your foot on the accelerator can take me down, hurt me in my bike. And with you being so close to my rear end, even at a stoplight, just think when we go to take off, what if I don't move off the accelerator as fast as you do behind me? Correct. You're in me. You're in my space. So here's the idea. Please give us a little bit of space on the roads. When you see a motorcycle, be courteous. We try to be courteous to you. We know all motorcycles may not be that way, but I would say that the majority of us just want to enjoy our ride and are courteous to other riders, and we try to give hand signals and other things to indicate where we're going um, to help out. So if you could help us out, give us a little space, a little breathing room. It's it's uh, Treat us as if you would like to be treated as well. Even in an automobile, I don't like somebody right on my rear end, and I'm sure you don't either, so give a little bit of space in between.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, not only when you're stopping, but the idea is, is that we as motorcyclists can stop our motorcycles much quicker than a vehicle can. So if you're not giving us proper stopping distance between us and you behind us, you know, we're going to stop much quicker on a dime and your vehicle may not be able to stop as quickly. In other words, you're going to go through us. Right. So there's just more potential for an accident with that. Um, Nearly 40 percent. Um, of accidents were caused by the left-hand turn. And so we already huge, had talked about it. That. That's a big statistic. number.
1: Guys, 40%. So although, you know, everybody's got to pay attention, we're not just razzing here on people that just ride cars. I don't want to make it sound like that I am. Uh, as a matter of fact, motorcyclists have a big responsibility to pay attention. So if, uh, for example, I was just complaining, whining, if you will, about <laughs> somebody being on my rear end. If somebody's on my rear end, you're going to know I'm not happy. I'm right. going to let you know, number one, I'm not going to move my motorcycle. A lot of cases I'll sit there Yep. and and I'm trying to tell you, get off my rear end. Motorcyclists don't like you on their rear end.
0: And I think we have to talk to the motorcyclist too, because, That's you know, right. it's our responsibility as a motorcycle rider to make sure that we're doing everything we can to be visible to the car drivers, because we do have such a limited amount of visibility. So Uh, Making sure that if we have the ability to wear bright clothing that can stand out, you know, sometimes we as motorcyclists think it's cool to wear all black. But, you know, there are times when I will intentionally want to wear a white shirt or something, a long sleeve outside of maybe a black vest to give a little bit of a color indication. Um, I think also it's important to realize as motorcyclists that we need to make sure we signal Way in advance and use those signals. We have blinkers on them, and they're street wise for a reason. So but, use but and indicate. But sometimes we forget
1: those, so that's true. other motorists need to understand that we might not have an auto off switch yes, on our blinker. Yes, that's where going to go next. Yep. So sometimes they stay on. So if it looks like that a motorcyclist has their right turn blinker on or their left turn blinker on, whatever the situation is, before you pull out. Make sure that they're actually turning right because they could have forgotten to turn off their blinker. Yes, and they're really just correct. going straight through, and now you're looking at an accident.
0: Absolutely, and the other thing that I think is important for motorcyclists to do is oftentimes they, we we do this technique called engine braking, where we'll downshift, and again, those of you that may. Drive a standard vehicle may do this as well, but you'll downshift and and let the clutch out in order to slow down the vehicle. But you know, again, rider coach Deb here, we don't recommend engine braking because when an emergency happens, you're going to fall on what you've been practicing. And so, if you've been practicing the technique of engine braking, which the idea is, is if you're using your engine to slow the motorcycle down, you're not typically touching your brake lights which is another indication to everybody about what you're doing and so it's important to make sure that you're using your brakes to slow and stop and letting all the traffic behind you know what your intentions are
1: well i think that's a good point but it is important to realize that some people don't correct so if you're tailing behind a motorcyclist especially if you're close again understand you may not see their brake light because they're using their engine to slow them down now I believe, uh, rider coach Deb, <laughs> that you use all. That's my philosophy. I use the downshift. I use my brakes. Sure. I use it all together. That's, so okay. um, I maybe on rare occasion, maybe I just might use the engine without the brake, but it's rare. To me, I, I like to engage. I like to use all my tools. Absolutely everything. right.
0: So another interesting fact we found is that 90% of two-vehicle motorcycle crashes happen on the urban and rural roads, not necessarily on the interstate. And so I thought that was a, yeah. kind of an aha moment for me. More like in the me. city
1: and even they say rural. Right, so rural areas
0: and both both urban and rural. So that was kind of an interesting concept to think about. You know, because again, we're traveling on the interstate at speeds of 70 miles an hour on average. And so the idea is, is that the back roads, uh, city streets, things like that are more yeah. accident prone. Well, think about it.
1: The interstate is typically a beeline. Yep. Particularly going straight, yeah. You don't have to be worried about left turns. You don't have to worry about intersections, stops and goes, so that's probably why it's less. There's a lot less to worry about. The only thing on highways is you got to make sure everybody's paying attention, line of sight, probably your mirrors that we talked about earlier. Yep. Make sure that you're ever. That's the most important one I can think of. Make sure you're not in anybody's blind spot. Correct. The blind spot on the interstate is going to get you. In my opinion. Absolutely right. And and you know, speaking of blind spots, you gotta have your mirror set correctly.
0: Yes, guys. good point. I don't
1: know. Hopefully everybody understands what it well how to set your rear view mirror and your side mirrors correctly so that you can see. And actually in a video we watched, they said that what their drivers should do is actually look in the rear view mirror and then look to the side. And the guy said, that's what your head's for. So you can look side to side. (laughs) That's why it pivots, side to side. So not only are you looking at your rearview mirror, you just glance outside the window of both sides to make sure that there's no one in your blind spot. Now, let's take that back to the motorcyclist. The motorcyclist, you shouldn't be riding in a blind spot.
0: Correct. Go Absolutely. through the
1: blind spots or get the heck out of. Don't be in a blind don't spot. Don't be
0: sitting there just coasting along. Figure out a way spot. to
1: make sure that everybody sees you. Yep. And I don't know where you're going, but I want to definitely cover that one video where we learned about the switching the lanes in the intersection. Yes. So I don't know if you're going there right now, but I don't want to forget that.
0: No, that's a that's a good point, and we will definitely make sure that we come up come to that with everybody. So we'll actually, let's just talk about that now because I think it's a great time to talk about that head checks and blind spots are important. And the, I guess the important thing for motorcycles to understand is that motorcycles have blind spots too. So that just yes. quick over the shoulder check, thats correct. not a complete head turn, but yeah, a check worry. is making sure you're checking your blind spots on both sides before you make spot. a decision in your yeah, mirrors. Absolutely. If
1: you ride, you know, you've got a blind spot and I've saved my life a thousand times by, cause I always check my mirror. But then I look, you got to give the glance. You can get lazy. Glance, you can't be right. lazy can't out can't there, be guys. You as a rider. You know, as a rider, you can't be lazy. It's easy to get lazy. It's easy to think that nobody's around you. And I, I, I'll i tell you, I'm I'm one of the first to think that I'm driving down the road. I'm nice and comfortable. There's nobody around. When you think nobody's around, the guy that's flying nine, 90 mile an hour is coming up behind you that you didn't see because you didn't glance because he's right there in that way before you go, before you switch lanes.
0: I, and, yeah, you're absolutely right. So that head check is essential. And the one thing that I don't want to let go of, maybe we should invo- maybe we should talk about that next tip on the next show.
1: Well, why not?
0: Yeah, I think Which it's tip? it's Which tip? The one the we... one you didn't want to forget about? I okay. I think we should, well, that I think we should say that over segment. again. I th- yeah. I think we should
1: repeat it over okay. and over again. We can do it in another version, but whatever you want to do, you're in charge of me. But
0: not at all. <laughs> so I just want to make sure that we get everything in. Um and so with that, I think it's important to talk about some upcoming things so that okay, all well, of our... well, let's,
1: let's just leave it because I don't want... I apologize if I, I got a little bit overboard, if I'm a no. little bit passionate about this topic. It's important. Um, and I'm not coming down on anybody, but we just ask that please, please be aware not only of just motorcyclists. Well, of course, you know we want you to watch out for motorcyclists. But be aware for other people on the road. Pedestrians just, crossing, just everything that's going on. There, uh, um, just be out there and just help out everybody so that we're all safe the best we can. We appreciate it. Yep. So let's go ahead and move right into something happening very exciting this weekend. <laughs> it is exciting. It is exciting. It is the West Coast Florida Riders' first annual bike rally and anniversary party that is happening at the... Hun Seder Rocking Ranch out in Mayanka City. And uh, it starts actually Friday night. And they're going to start uh, off Friday night. Uh, with karaoke and music. By the way, there is no charge for this. This is absolutely free. Again, the West Coast Florida writers are putting this on, and it's a great little thing that they're throwing here. It is going to be one heck of a party, I guarantee you that. So, again, it's Friday night. Uh, they're starting off family night. It's karaoke and music. They're going to have vendors, food trucks, and so they're, they're you know, if you're going to bring something to drink, uh, be sure to bring it in a can, okay? They're all cans only out there. And then Saturday from 11 to 4, they're doing a Hey Good Cruise. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. And uh, they're going to do a stop at the Open Road Bar and Grill, and then they're going to stop at Herb's Limestone Country Club. And then Charlotte's Web and Hunts, and then they'll be back at Huntsader's uh, Rocking Ranch, I believe, at four o'clock. Then they'll have the. Uh, there's going to be some events. We're not exactly sure. From what I heard, there might be some bike rodeo uh, and games going on. Might even be a wet t-shirt contest. I, I don't know. know. You gotta be there to I find don't out. Know. <laughs> Sounds so, like a good time. So we don't know, but uh, I think that's... Well, actually, the band starts at four, where Jeff Burdett's going to be playing uh, at four o'clock. There's going to be a potluck. It says a uh, rally barbecue uh is from five to six a potluck as well they ask that you bring a, sh- a side to share and then at eight o'clock i think it's am i pronouncing it right Is it is Je- Jeze- jezebel jezebel, mm-hmm. jezebel. okay mm-hmm. she's an up-and-coming right. young light yep. lady
0: that's just phenomenal so you don't want to miss that that's for sure and that's going to happen eight
1: to, to midnight okay <laughs> she's rocking it now, out now here's the deal time. um Sunday, they're they're just chilling out with the West Coast Florida riders. They got the vendor tr- and food trucks that are going to be out there again. No glass, only cans, and they've got fishing, horseshoes, a bonfire, live music, and it's free camping. So it's going to be one heck of a bash. And there is no party like, like a West, West Coast, Coast party. party. So uh, <clears throat> that's what they're known for. That's their slogan. And it is going to be a, a great time.
0: Phenomenal time. So you do not want to miss that event.
1: You'll want to be there because I'm going to be out there yep. and Deb's going to come out Checking there after Depp her show. riding class this uh, this weekend. And so we'll be out there celebrating as well and emceeing some of the events.
0: And if you know of anyone that wants to learn to ride that hasn't ridden yet, be sure and reach out to Rossiter's harley Davidson. Um, last I knew, we had a couple of um, openings, so be sure and reach out to them, Rossiter's Harley-Davidson, So you want to take the class with Coach Deb, and I'd love to see you this weekend, yep. actually on Thursday night and this weekend, out on the range and having class, getting your endorsement. So lots of fun in the sun with a ride and Coach Deb.
1: Yep. So I, we hope that you enjoyed the show. I can't think of anything else that we've got to cover. Do you, Deb? No,
0: I think well, it's been a great time. Well, we do
1: want to let people know where to find us.
0: Yes. Okay,
1: it's really important where to
0: know where to find Chuck and Deb. On Facebook, you can find us on the Chuck and Deb Show. And on the website.
1: At chuckanddebshow.com, as well as YouTube. We're working on our YouTube channel. You can follow us on Twitter as well. Look for Chuck in N- the letter N, uh, Deb Show. And then we have a podcast on podbean.com. Yep. uh, Which you can also, I'll work on it on iTunes as well and Google Play. So, but uh, podbean.com. And uh, we should have, if you want to get caught up on some of the other shows we've in the past, that's where you can find us. We're always looking for sponsors. Sponsors, thank you. So, uh, if there's any sponsors out there that want to sponsor us, especially help us out on the trip to um, Rolling Rolling Thunder, Thunder, we could use some sponsorship help. We'll make sure we get your message out to your people and let people know and who you are. And the
0: last thing we're going to do is we're going to start to do some product reviews. Product reviews so absolutely. anyone that may have a product that you'd like us to review and or take a look at and share with others please let us know we'd love to add that to our list of products to review and get yep. you on the list
1: hey we want to meet you we want to meet you on facebook go out there and follow the chuck and deb show go ahead and subscribe to our page we got a group coming that you're going to want to participate in again my name is chuck and, deb, and thank, and thank you, you so much, so much for listening watching the, today. the chuck and deb show that's right listening yes we'll All see right, you again see
0: soon oh,
1: oh. You've been listening to The
0: Chuck and Deb Show, heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. right here on 1490 AM WWPR.
1: We thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us next week.
0: Are you looking to buy or sell a home in the Bradenton, Sarasota area? Then contact Deb Bell at deblbell.com or 941-713-5035 for your real estate professional at Reynolds Realty, Gulf Coast. Again, that number is 941-713-5035.